Hi, this is Pinball Monkeys, and we do long-form improv comedy every month in Kuala Lumpur. But we want to bring even more funny content to even more people. So we're launching a weekly sketch comedy podcast exclusively on Patreon. Follow us for weekly half-hour episodes that sound kind of like this. Sapan untuk orang Melayu yang baru, honeymoon, yeah. Today, we will learn how to speak Malay. Kita hmm. ni ada amanah tanggungjawab sebagai zookeeper. Kurangkan kan gaji minima. Every new episode will always be available for free. However, if you support us on Patreon for as low as five ringgit a month, you get exclusive episodes, bonus content, discounts, merchandise, special shoutouts, and more. Come get silly with us. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/PinballMonkeys. Hello everyone, all and sundry uh, people out there listening on your devices. I am still Muzaki Zainal and welcome to the Mental Pucha Podcast. If you are hearing some noises in the background, it's raining, which is good because we've been having a heat spell and now it's a rain spell. Whoever's doing the spelling here, the wizards... You gotta, you gotta figure out how to do your spells, bro. Just, I mean, I don't hate the rain. It's just, why on the recording day, you know? Anyway, today we have a very special illustrious, de- illustrious guest. The effervescent, lovely, great and powerful Anwar Hadi. Hello. Hey, man. I am, eff- I am effervescent. Put me in water and I will evaporate after a minute or so. Is that what effervescence means? Evaporate uh, means turns to vapor. If effervescent tabs is that a thing? Effervescent yeah. tabs yeah. like the dan- Panadol yeah. effervescence. Yeah, they become is bubbly. That, and yeah, isn't that what it means? Yeah, but evaporate means you turn to vapor. <laughs> I guess you illiquidate. These aren't words. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I am illiquid. Ah, how have we been? You. I've not recorded <laughs> one of these with you in a while. Yeah, I've been okay. I've been alright. Uh, been trying to keep busy. Uh, been uh, resting up, watching a lot of Avatar. Finished Avatar. Yes, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Shout out to Ang. I love that series mm-hmm. so much. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. No bad episodes. Really good stuff. No bad episodes. Very good. Yeah, you you agree now. You now you've seen it and you know. I, like I told you. To watch it because it was good, and then I I tell you it was no bad episodes, and I'm very like critical <laughs> about shows. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. Yeah, it's true. I've yeah. watched it, and uh, also no bad episodes on my part that I could uh, notice at all. It's all very good, very joyful, very nice. Yeah, it's so good. I really really like the whole series. There is no, yeah. I, on the rewatch. I rewatched it when it came on Netflix earlier this year. On the rewatch, there was some episodes I'm like, oh man, Ang, I don't know, you can't do that in this climate, you're gonna get me too. The, <laughs> the episode where um, they were in the uh, the tunnel, secret tunnel. Secret, secret tunnels. Tunnel. In that episode, um, him and Katara was just the two of them. And then Ang yeah. wanted to kiss her, and she's like, no, what, what are you doing? And then he yeah, gave yeah. that weird reasoning, they're like, oh no, don't do this. No, 
Uh, is you're gonna get cancelled? <laughs> but, but yeah, otherwise, everything else seems fine. Yeah, not seems fine. Everything is actually really good. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. So much fun. Maybe if you were a bender, what, what kind of element do you think you'd be? Uh, I, I think I answered this one in, uh, an Insta story thing. I, and in that one, I answered, uh, waterbender because I wanted ice all the time (laughs) so that much I, I wouldn't have to worry about having ice. This isn't something you worry about. Oh, you've been recently uh, making your own teo ice. Is that right? Yes. uh, At home, I make my own teo ice. Wow. (laughs) And so, uh, I wouldn't mind having ice, but that that was truthfully my second answer because my first answer was I'd like to bend metal. No other reason other than to look cool. That's it. I just want to, I want to be able to bend metal hmm. so that I can look cool. But then I reason with myself, myself, okay, if I was only able to bend metal, who would I be? I'd be like Magneto. I don't want to be a bad guy. I want to be a good guy. Well, yeah. Magneto is, is a difficult character because, you know, He's always there's a lot of uh, controversy with him. Yeah. yeah, always a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy because he can controversy. <laughs> yeah, he controversy. Um, yes, with him. Uh, I, yeah, I as I as I was watching, I remember really liking all the Earthbenders because they're like you know they're the wrestling thing of of the Earth Kingdom, and I just mm. like uh, uh, the stances they make are like very grounded. And um, but I did the uh, the you know the hand test. It was on. It's, I think it was on Twitter or or, or Tumblr where they're like, look at your hands, and if you have these kind of shaped hands, you're this kind of bender. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, there's one of those. And then I was, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, I'm a firebender. Wow. I got firebender hands. Yeah, Zuko is my favorite character, man. Oh, so fucking tragic. <laughs> oh. Man, where did you see that? Share it with me. I want to see. Okay, what, I'll share it with you. Uh, yeah, I'll sh- I'll send a link uh, after the podcast. Um, I don't. Yeah, if you like, uh, Ava- yeah, if you like Avatar, uh, maybe you can interact with the podcast somehow and tell me. I don't know how that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, <laughs> yeah. send a tweet or something, man. Yeah, I've invited people to send tweets and stuff. Very few people do, uh, and I understand that <laughs> because um, one, I don't have like a like a critical mass of listeners. To like, engage and two is I'm I don't know man I don't know if I'm I, f- I think my vibe is pretty hostile I feel like yeah I think you've mentioned this before Machau yeah. <laughs> uh, you and and you've noticed that about yourself that you don't think that you are very approachable online no not even in person I know people look at me and be like oh wow <laughs> this guy this guy looks pissed off and, and the whole time I'm just thinking about man what rhymes with duck penis? You know, like, I'm just... It's just my face, but, like, I get it. People people are super... They will feel like they can approach me. And on online, I do notice very few people will, like, uh, just, you know, tag me in and ask for my opinion on something or, like, try to talk to... But message me about something they, they enjoyed. It's a rare mm. occasion, and... You know, it's the vibe I give off and I can't control the vibes. I am who I am, <laughs> you know. I'm not, I, it's like, I think part of it, it has, does for sure have something to do with me as, as a person. I'm not, 
I don't hate it when people when people just uh, uh, message me out of nowhere. It's just that I also will not hesitate to like. I will not prioritize taking care of their feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If they say some stuff, I'll be like, "What? That sounds dumb." And I feel like you might need to know that because. <laughs> If you don't, <laughs> you know, you're unprotected from just saying stupid shit. And I don't yeah. like it when people say dumb stuff. <laughs> it's for your own good, dear listener. Don't just say Let dumb stuff to me. And from ex- yeah, I'm saving yeah. you from yourself. Don't just say stuff to me like you like you think I'm going to like it. Put some thought <laughs> into your shit. Also, why do you think saying stuff is good? <laughs> Sometimes just being quiet is good also. Like I'm on Twitter... <clears throat> for a long time and I'm not and very recently very recently I'm I have not I've been tweeting a lot less because I'm focusing on you know good stuff that actually makes me feel good I'm working on stuff making content we're both working on some projects we are yet to announce um <laughs> yeah uh, and also you know the joke factory is opening up and the pinball monkeys are doing a show this coming week hey woo <clears throat> excited uh, I am. I just uh, need to get some runs in, man. That's it. Yeah, we haven't done any. We haven't. We haven't been doing any runs. A run is um, yeah. for the listener. It is um, a session where we just do improv without an audience. That yeah. is that is something that I think a lot of improv groups do. That I yeah all all improv uh, people that I know they will all practice by themselves with no, with no audience first, and a lot of mm-hmm. it is not to. Not to like find a joke and then reuse the joke. Ugh, I hate that. But yeah. it's more yeah. to find rhythm, to find which one of us is good at what, um, knowing what kind of uh, setups we like to do and what kind of punchlines we can do, what kind of things, mm. what kind of moves are good yeah. to do, what kind of moves are not good to do. So yeah. that kind of stuff. You, uh, you mentioned, you talked about this a, a little bit with uh, the episode with Mike Sadi. Mm. Yeah, and that was interesting talking about the misconceptions that some people might have of uh, improv, and when when he he thought macam or when you practice you actually macam or if this happens you can say this or you can do that and macam how how that is not <laughs> entirely the case at all. Yeah, and how and how macam uh, improv very much uh values and encourages new stuff all the time and always not trying to do the same thing twice mm. uh is a very big part of improv and which i'm really much i've been listening to that episode which i'm oh i want to do improv again Blah. yeah because that is his his i guess misconception that he has and he he I um he's a stand up dude and we did an episode with Mike uh for 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 the, for the listener we uh there's a mental picture episode where I talked to Mike Sadi and he the joke between us as people because we're friends is that he never shows up to any of my <laughs> improv stuff because improv yeah, stuff, yeah because he claims to hate improv he doesn't it's just that uh he likes stand up more so he would uh, rather spend more time to do stand up and I get it and there's this thing of stand up. Uh, guys who really like uh, writing jokes down and really perfecting a joke and figuring out how to deliver the joke and they see improvisers 
as just goofing off and fucking around. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they see that, they look at improvisers like, huh, you guys don't even prepare stuff. We work hard on this. And, and we, improvisers, sometimes look at stand-up people and going, oh, you already have material that works? Well, how easy for you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> You already come on stage knowing what's going to happen and what you're going to say. Yeah, well, oh, how oh, fortunate. no, poor thing. Well, <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we're going up there with nothing. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> slamming our brains against the wall and seeing what works. So, yeah, yeah that, that that podcast is, is that conversation. I forgot that I had that part in the conversation where, mm. where I was just telling him how improvisers practice and how bad improv comes out. Bad improv comes out when you think you should do jokes, I feel like. Mm. And stand up stand ups love jokes. They they that's whole their their whole thing is jokes and bits. And uh improv is not that. It's like silly situations and sort of um generating coincidence out of thin air, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 So that is the stuff that I really love in improv. And I cannot wait to do it. Pinball Monkeys coming up this Thursday, 27th August. If you are scared to come to the venue, I get it. Because so am I. <laughs> but what you can do is if you want to come and support the show is uh, you can also... Um, uh, this If you listen to this podcast on Spotify, I'll put a link uh, in the description. And then go to that link and then you will uh, be able to buy live stream tickets as well. You can just... Pay for tickets and then watch it from where you are, wherever you are in the world, whichever toilet you want, and you can <laughs> you can watch us do improv. And yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited. And it's cheaper too, right? Say say again. And it's the on the streaming stuff is cheaper too, right? Yeah, it's cheaper. the The streaming tickets are cheaper, and um, uh, go ahead and buy it for yourself. Hopefully, after this episode, you go uh, go to the link. And you can even go to the the uh, MZKRX in your Twitter and go to the link there, uh, link in my bio, and go and check it out. And finally get to see what we do, what I'm talking about, <laughs> what we're talking about from the comfort of your own home. It's going to be not as great as, as, as doing it live. I got to tell you though, like watching it live. Yeah. yeah, because if you're live, you're part of the show for sure. Especially yeah, yeah. with how we, with how we do it, <laughs> yeah, we make sure everybody is part of it. It's my favorite thing <laughs> to make sure that whoever's in there, you're part of the show. So if you're there streaming, it's still good that you get to see improv. You're not gonna not get it as long as you watch from the beginning. But uh, you also get the comfort of watching it, you know, from where you are. Yeah, right. That's good, right? I miss doing it so much, yeah. Man, <laughs> it's... Uh, how how much... I don't think we should, like, talk about how much we miss doing improv without the audience having any idea what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> God, you guys don't have no idea yeah. how much fun it is to watch. Yeah. And, and we can tell you how fun it is to perform, but, you know, that doesn't work so much as a, as a promo. So if you're if yeah. you're at this point of the of the of the episode and you're like oh I wonder what Pimmel Monkey is like, go to my, any of my profiles um, and go to the link in the bio, get live stream tickets. Twenty seventh August Thursday night. The show starts about eight thirty. Stay on and yeah, uh, I hope you I hope you guys enjoy it because 
I'm gonna. It's gonna be so much fun to do. Here's the thing that I've been thinking of as preparation for the show. Because we, we usually practice, um, or, or rather, we have had, I think, in my opinion, the most successful practice sessions at your office where you used to work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because one, because there's air condition, <laughs> it is wide space, and and two, because of the chairs, the stools you have. Yeah, the stools that we steal from Lunaria. Yeah. Oh, those are their stools. Okay. Those are their stools. I thought yeah. they're lucky you have your own stools. <laughs> we do not have our Damn, own you stools. don't have a stool budget? We don't we have never invested in stools. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, the stools are are deceptively important for improv. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, can I? I remember we did. Yeah, we couldn't get. We couldn't have stools one time at the show at the Pimmel Monkeys, and it was so weird to use the like the the very tiny yellow stools or like the full on the yellow ones. Yeah, yeah. Or, like the full on chairs with the backs. The chairs with backs are yeah. so much like, awkward to use. Uh huh. How do we explain the importance of stools? Even in stand up, you need a stool. It's uh, it's I guess too much a uh, move about in space and sort of, uh, s- just to be able to sit down and like create a scene, based yeah. with, with a stool. It's like kind of impossible to do without it. Yeah, sitting down at a at a reasonable height because the yellow stools there are the small ones. Very small. You kind of like almost mencangkung when you're They're like the Vietnamese coffee shop stools. Yeah, yeah, so they're not they're not the most versatile things, and also the the chairs with the backs are also not versatile because they're a bit more clunky, a bit more yeah. hard to carry around, yeah. and they're not much um three sixty. You can only use it, yeah. you know, at certain angles, sahaja. Yeah. So much um those uh those stools, man, those IKEA thirty five ringgit stools. They're very useful. <laughs> so if you guys want to support us. To our fun in buying stools, <laughs> go watch the show, <laughs> and whatever profits we get, I don't think we're gonna get too much money off of the first show. But yeah, oh, if twenty seventh August is something you guys can't can't uh, show up for, we are still doing a show on September seventeenth. Um, yeah, we're doing a show at least uh, this month and the next month, and we're kind of back, yo. I'm very excited to be back. And be making cookies for people again. Yay. Yeah. Alright. Have you felt that the, 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 because now the crack house has opened up and the joke factory has opened up, there's, there's live venues have been opening up. And also, I know the B has shows now. Do you feel like people opening up to do live shows? Good idea, bad idea? How do you feel about that? I just found out about the B one. I through you. I didn't know that the B had uh, oh. comedy shows. They have comedy shows. No, no, no not comedy. Uh, oh, whatever shows. Live music. Doing. Live music. Yeah. Uh, okay, I see. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I like that live shows are happening again. Um, they used to be such a huge part of my life. Yeah, same. And. Yeah, both dari segi being on stage and being off stage, which I'm a huge part of my life as a performer and a huge part of my life as a consumer, which I'm, I watch live shows all of the time. Mm. Uh, comedy, music, uh, whatever, theater all the time. 
so much i'm not having it for for months and months and months is is very <laughs> very not good um and and macam it's not going to get normal again for for a long long time but uh the other day i went to mat sabah punya uh stand up comedy yeah. show dekat the joke factory shout out to mat sabah mad underscore sabah on instagram one of the best that we have right now macam every time i i talk about mat sabah yeah i say macam he's one of the best right now in malaysia he macam is. whoever whoever yang mengaku diri sendiri stand up comedy fan in malaysia you have to know mat sabah because he is one of the best ones right now yeah uh Uh, killing it uh, but i went with uh my wife mm-hmm. uh the other day dekat the joke factory and um it was it felt so good macam the way that i enjoyed that show i just knew macam uh, how how different the 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 experience was watching it live and watching macam if that was recorded and put on yeah. netflix or whatever the 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 the, the experience would have been macam t- uh, you know 100 miles different yeah and and it, the the show itself macam being in the audience it was different because macam uh we had to distance ourselves mm-hmm. uh i insisted on wearing a mask for most of the show macam the only times i didn't wear a mask was when i was taking a sip of water or eating fries or whatever uh but it, man i still enjoyed it just as much it was just as good i felt like and the audience really really liked it as well hmm. uh and we had a great time so macam and and you know sampai ke sampai ke lani macam joke factory has been open for what more than two weeks now yeah Yeah, and still tak ada cluster Joe Factory lagi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not I, yet. I'm I, okay. No, not no, yet. Don't say not, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I not know. Yet. I hope not. But yeah. uh, uh, Joe Factory itself, when takes you know takes uh, pains to sanitize everything yeah, and make sure that everything's pretty clean and everything, and uh, the audience pun macam. I guess there are enough responsible people in the audience. Yeah, they all wear masks. Care, they all care they about wearing the masks. Hand sanitizing, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, macam it felt. I didn't feel in danger when I was watching it. You know, so <laughs> that's it, that's it, what you it, want on the poster. I didn't feel that, in danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never feel in danger. <laughs> Pinball monkeys. <laughs> yeah, it was also your first time uh, in live watching live comedy in a long time in a room, kind. In a long time, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I think the last one I watched was probably. Oh man, why do I remember uh, uh, Chef One? <laughs> Were you there? I was there. Yeah. Uh, Chef One. I was there. Chef One. Uh, punya. Then that was interview. it. Chef One is funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably that. Uh, I I'm trying to remember another live comedy show that I went to besides that one. I do not remember any, yeah. so it's probably that one. So it's been a long, long time, long, 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 yeah. long time. And I was there for making shit up, the because uh, I was there for the first making shit up post MCO, uh, which is mm. making shit up is uh, Harith Iskandar's short form improv uh, show mm. that he does. 
which is like whose line is it anyway? So you get a bunch of uh, performers and they do improv games and that's what they do. Uh, I was there just to check on the audio because we do improv as well. Because Pinball Monkeys is improv, but we're doing it long form, uh, and we cannot. We don't have headset mics and we don't have lapel mics. So I was trying to see if the audio for, would be good enough quality for streaming. If it was, then we would book our shows there in the factory. And it was, so we did. And being in the room and hearing people laughing, I'm like, man, I didn't know how hard I, how much I missed it. It's so, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a thing to be able to make a whole room of people laugh and forget that the world is on fire for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, like in person, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, and I, I can't wait to do monkeys. I hope a lot of people come, uh, but not too much people, not too many people. <laughs> I hope the correct number of people come. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wearing a mask when you're laughing—that must be a thing. Like as a performer, I'm I'm a little, you know, I'm a little concerned of not being able to read a person's face after I ask them uh, something. You know, you yeah. okay? Yeah, people yeah. monkeys usually I I host or like I I co-host a lot of it. So like as in. I'll be the one who addresses the audience before we start doing scenes a lot. Good. And yes. And uh, when I do that, I I need their face. <laughs> you know, like when they say stuff, uh, their facial expression and how they hesitate and and how they're feeling. It's sometimes it's in their face and not in their voice. So much um, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. If everyone is wearing full masks and I'm not sure how to like read their reaction. And I'm, I would, I'm, mm. I, uh, like, I'm, how's this gonna go? Uh, we'll find out. Ooh. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. And if, but but, but some sometimes, much um during the show, just from the audience's standpoint, sometimes, uh, we forget that we're we're wearing masks, mm-hmm. and so much um. I need. I kind of, kind of, much. Um, needed to remind myself, much. Um, oh yeah, this person doesn't see me smiling, so I kind of have to verbalize whatever I'm feeling right now. Well, yo, what? I don't like talking to strangers when I'm like doing regular everyday activities. So mm-hmm. I use I smile a lot to like you know not smile a lot. Oh, that's not true either. I um <laughs> I use smiling to communicate stuff. A uh, lot, and I can't do that now. Uh. And I, what have you done to replace smiling in like regular day to day? You know, a lot of you can get away with a lot if you just smile. Like if you talk somebody, yeah. you smile and you nod a lot, and then okay, it's fine. Uh, you yeah. you know, make a mistake doing something, you just smile. Somebody apologizes to you, yeah. you smile. You don't have to say stuff, but now you can't <laughs> yeah. smile. So what have you done to replace the smiling when you're in like you talk somebody? Yeah, what do you do? I do more hand stuff. I do the show them my palm. I do the tabi. I do the uh, thumbs up. You show them your palm. I do like like a macam, high, like like a high, like okay. a like a macam macam. Sorry, when I oh, show okay, them my okay. palm, macam macam. You know, yeah, uh, person is over there, macam. Hey, I'm here. Um, stuff like that, lah. Right. I, so I you do, do, do the the, like the high hand wave a lot. <laughs> Hand hand signs, yeah. I I do I I mostly if I know the person, yeah. but not very well, and I don't want to talk to them, I I salute. Oh. I do the tabi. Okay, the full hand salute. You do or the two fingers or like. I do the two fingers. Two I fingers, do two right? fingers. Because this person doesn't deserve yeah. the full hand. 
Yeah, they don't. They they they're not uh, up there in rank enough for yeah, me. Yeah, you're looking at their sleeves and, and like, yeah, I, come on, short sleeves. Yeah, you don't have stripes. Paku? Yeah, satu paku. Yeah, so like two finger salutes. I don't yeah. do the salute thing. I feel like that's too. I feel like it's too chummy. I don't know how to do that and feel comfortable. So I do. I use the diver thing. I imagine I'm diving, so I communicate diver style. So like, I would do the okay sign a lot. And I would do thumbs up uh, a lot. Thumbs up, yeah. But uh, the thumbs up is too positive sometimes, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you, know what I mean? you don't like, mean it. If somebody is okay, here's why thumbs up is too positive. Like somebody, I'm in, I'm in the grocery store. Somebody has a trolley, and then they accidentally langa me, right? And they say mm. sorry. I can hear the sorry through the mask, and I don't want to verbalize because uh, at the moment yeah. I'm thinking about whatever the hell. I'm not in the grocery store in my brain, yeah. So suddenly yeah, yeah. they they like me. I'm like, Poof, I'm full. I'm pulled into reality, and I see them, and I can't. I I smile on reflex, but I know they can't see my smile. So now the move is I do a thumbs up. Which yeah. is what that means. I would like it. Yeah, I, yeah that's like my time. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Do that again. It's good. So <laughs> no, that's not it. But yeah. if I do okay, yeah. that means it's okay that you do this. You know, I'm 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 all right with you doing it again. That's also not the wrong. That's also not the correct hand sign. Yeah, but you know, it's a it's a whole thing. I try to avoid it, but yeah. you know, um, as, yeah. as it is, I don't use trolley anyway in the shop. So mm. um, I'm I'm like okay, I gotta avoid people. Make sure they don't have to apologize to me. Make sure I don't have to apologize to anybody else. But at mm. the cashier, thankfully, it's just a it's just a nod. Or uh, you know, do you have a member card? Uh, no. Yes, it's a very easy head move. Yeah, and we're close enough that I can say thank you without having to raise my voice. How yeah. much of a pain in the ass is it to say "come again" when both people are wearing masks? It's <laughs> such a oh, what the hell! You know so I mean? awful. Like oh, you're oh, and you're in the aisle. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this chili sauce and the. And the person next to me says, and then they look at me. I'm like, what? Oh, do I have to have a conversation now? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to pretend like I don't hear you. And then they say it again, blah, 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 in the same, it's in the same uh, cadence and looking at me and their eyes are blinking. And now they're waving at me. I'm like, okay, there's nobody else in the aisle. I have to address the situation now. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. now, now the first thing I have to say is, what? Because I haven't been paying attention. To the two things, the two times, because what could you possibly need from me? We're both wearing masks. We know we're not supposed to be out here. You know what I mean? It's like how you, you I don't have the vaccine. That's that's really the only question you should ask <laughs> in this dire straits. But okay, yeah. all right. So what is it? And she's asking about a product that's not there on the shelf. I think no. she's saying like the something something brand. Where is it? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I don't work here, but I don't want to. I don't want to say that because that sounds, yeah. you know. So I, I just go. I don't know. I shrug. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, "Why is this person bothering me about this? I never. I never go out looking competent at a grocery store. You know what I mean? That's another one of my tricks. Like if I go shopping, I don't. You know. You know what I mean? I don't go out like with yeah. a sense of purpose. I'm not wearing an apron in a grocery store. If I'm going to grocery store wearing an apron and like, and I'm sweating and I'm walking fast, people might think yeah. I know what I'm doing. But no, I go out. I'm 
I'm I'm just that, yeah, I'm just, That is my mistake. That is why I get asked. Really? If I work there a lot. a lot. Yeah, you yeah. well groomed, you you know, your shoulders are straight, you have good posture, you walk around, <laughs> you smile, you greet people with a salute. They know you, you know, they <laughs> they assume you have an understanding of the ranking between the two of you. They're like, "Oh, you salute me. Perfect. Come here, child. Show me where the items are." <laughs> I don't get this because, you know, my hair is like a dumbass. You know, I, my hair looks like I've just been hiding under the bed from the Nazis. And then I, I, I go out wearing whatever the hell. I deliberately, you know, don't iron my shirt sometimes. And I go mm. out and like, yeah, this person doesn't know anything. So I'm like, perfect. Best not to bother them. Yeah, best not to bother this guy. He's trying to plan an escape from the law or something. He's buying... Ingredients for a homemade bomb. So, yeah. But that's why I'm like, why is this person bothering me? There's so many other people who look more, you know, more more put together. I'm not I'm not your mm. target market for this question. Turns out it's because I have a bag that I have a Happy Fresh bag. Oh, yeah, just, the, yeah. the store's brand bag. The uh, No, Happy Fresh is the service, the, the grocery service. Yeah, and you can order... Groceries and they send you to your house, but they also give you a canvas bag. Oh, yeah. So I've never done it, so I do not. Yeah, know. so I have it, and I use the bag, the reusable bag, to to buy groceries. And I guess they think because I, I they think I work for Happy Fresh, and therefore I should know where the items are. Yeah, you're a professional shopper. Yeah, as a professional shopper, you might be able to help me. Maybe, but I mean, consider how ugly the bag looks like now. There's holes in it. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not the shopper yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a thing, man. The mask situation. When performing, I know we can't wear masks because that's a disadvantage that we kind of we, we that's a heavy, heavy disadvantage as uh, for improv. Because if you wear masks and you try to do stand-ups, fine, your jokes, you can still get away with just doing jokes. You're going to lose out on, mm. on, on your face uh, and yeah. conveying emotion, but you can still perform, you know, well, with the with the mask on. Yeah. But with the improv, because there's a lot of acting out and a lot of emotion, we got we to gotta not have masks on. And I know we have a lot of protocols in place, and I feel safe doing that. I'm just thinking about for the part of the audience. They should wear masks. It's just that I'm gonna it's, I'm gonna have a, a, a lot tougher time now. They're laughing through masks some more. Maybe the laughter is louder than I than I'm hearing. <laughs> That's the other thing. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Twenty yeah. seventh August, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to yeah. Mark your calendars. Yeah. Um. Aside from masks, have you seen uh, people wearing these uh, the face shields? Face shields. Yeah. Uh, orang like the general public. Jarang. Who you have you seen? Who who is the specific uh, public? Like workers lah. Macam macam the when we went to the uh clinic the other day, the people behind the counter was more. Yeah. I can pakai these masks. That makes sense. Uh, totally, the yeah. the face shields. Yeah. Um. Cepat lagi ya. Um, lately, dah kurang ah nampak yang tu. Have you been stumbling into these people? This very recently, last weekend, I was buying groceries. It's uh-huh. the same. This is the same grocery story. This is all stories from from me buying groceries. Um, I saw these two kids 
who I assume baru balik sekolah because it was night. And they, like, you know, knee-high school children, budak sekolah rendah. And they were all, they were wearing masks and the face shields. But they're, you know, they're kids. So they're jumping around and chasing each other. And I'm like, oof. This is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's so, it's a half step away from wearing a full hazmat suit. And running around, chasing <laughs> each other. Like, uh, is there like a nuclear fallout? It's, it's, it, we are in the future. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, what more of a futuristic thing you want? Like people, people say, oh, we should have flying cars by now. It's twenty twenty. No, man, it's twenty twenty. The air is poison. That's, that's <laughs> where we are now. And hey, uh, you got your you got your dystopian uh, future. How's that? <laughs> as far as like live performance venues go, do you see yourself uh, doing your pasasini live performances anytime soon? Do you encourage that? What do you think? Pasasini, it's not going to be anytime soon. Uh, but we do want to make something happen in in the medium fu- medium future. <laughs> medium future. <laughs> not, in the medium term. Not the near... Not now, within the medium term, not the near future, but somewhere in the next handful of months, Pasasini does want to launch an album and, you know, do a launch party for the album. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're very excited about the album and we want people, as many people to hear it. Uh, A few, few tracks on there. Are are exciting to me. Macam, this is uh, some good shit. It to my ears. Uh, but yeah, pasca sini, theater all got uh, pushed to twenty twenty one. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So not not a lot of life shit going on lah. So, pinball monkeys is uh, the nearest one right now. And we're also planning some other exciting stuff for, for Pinball Monkeys that we can't announce yet. Just stay yeah. tuned, children. We're making some exciting stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I told you this um, uh, on the conversation we had before the podcast, and which is I've been having, I've been gathering inspiration from unexpected places, which is the failures of the people I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's. I don't. I don't know if you. I because I've. When I see somebody achieve something, very rarely do I feel inspired to to achieve with them. It's very odd to say. Mm. I I I I don't know if it's very odd. Like, I I mean I know other people say, oh, other people's success is inspiring. I don't feel inspired by other people's success. Um, so, but to me, often it feels like oh, I know how they got it, and that doesn't teach me anything. You know, it teaches me that I should have done something in the past, too, or I should do some. I should keep doing what I'm doing now in order to get what I know I'm gonna get in the future, right? Mm. But what has been super inspiring for me is finding out the shitty work that my favorite people have done in the past. It's so oddly inspiring. Like this one time, Kurt Vonnegut, right? I really uh, Kurt Vonnegut, Cat's Cradle, Slaughterhouse Five, a great writer. He this is the lecture he made about the shapes of stories. I really like that mm-hmm. lecture because yeah, he does this whole idea of he thinks the there's a shape to human myth and like 
um, the way we play with them can affect how things go and I use that to like write sketches sometimes to to map out how the shape of certain things go and he's uh, he's a really great writer I love him and he has this quote that says um, some days I feel like a legless armless uh, uh, a legless armless blind deaf guy with a crayon in his mouth when I'm writing and mm. I'm like this is the dude you know what I mean? If you can be like an accomplished writer who's so like critically acclaimed and really, really good uh, pieces of work that like captures the imagination of like a lot of people and you still feel like that. And I, I feel I feel better knowing that this is the thing. And I feel even better if I can see the garbage work this, that these people put out. Put out. Uh, in particular, the conversation we were having was about Anthony Bourdain. And yeah. I really like his writings. I have I'm looking at the copy of Medium Raw that I have on my <laughs> on my desk right now. Um, he's a good, he's a great author. Author. He's very, uh, his shows, his travel shows are very insightful, and he's very gracious. And he brought to light and gave space to a lot of uh, um, uh, cultures that are like previously not given the spotlight for. Um, he is that one good white guy, you know. Who goes to a pl- He's not Ian Wright Ian Wright from the Travel Channel I don't hate him But like Why are you so white Everywhere You know He's <laughs> Ian Wright is He goes out Oh Rob Let me try to do this And then he fucks up And then the locusts laugh at him And then that's it And I'm like I guess this is kind of entertaining But Anthony Bourdain goes in And he knows how difficult it is To be somewhere You know And he He shows it With like with, uh, His crew is in danger sometimes Like he was in I think it was He was in Libya and uh, the crew, uh, there's so many like footages where the uh, the crew can harass la, and he's like, no, we have to show this, we have to show this footage of us recording the ground because they don't want our cameras here, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. And still showing how the people who live in these places are also the people who feed him. And he will talk about the food, they talk about the people's pride in in what they make, and it's very gracious. Uh, he doesn't become, he's not white all over everybody. He's like, hey, I'm, I have a camera. Let's let's you be who you are in front of the camera, and, you, and I really like that. And mm. even him, even he has some like stinker episodes in his shows. I'm watching a cook's tour that's been uploaded by the Travel Channel on on YouTube, full episodes, mm-hmm. and some of the early stuff. Chum, whoa, dude, why are you being? This sounds a little bit racist <laughs> Sometimes what he says Ooh. And like Oh wait Is this okay for you to say But you know I'm remembering that Those stuff were Were made like 20 years ago okay, mm. When you couldn't Get cancelled Remember that And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah It was before Twitter and Instagram Before the iPhone So he was out there Making stuff And, and like failing And there was some episodes That was like Weird That I couldn't even get into and they just got through a whole volume of work. And knowing that even the people I like also fuck up, it helps me feel like, okay, then I just need to fuck up a lot more, you know? And for those listening, if you feel like you're stuck somewhere, maybe the, the COVID is making you feel not good about your output, I say, remember that the best people out there, they, they do the work. They just they just go through the work. They Whether they're shit or not shit, they keep going and that is... How they got good, so yeah, I'm saying that partly to myself as well, so that I I, I I get my output done without so much, you know, so much hammering and hawing over my drafts. It's hard, but you know, it helps knowing that people fuck up. Yeah, it does. It does, uh, and knowing that people go through 
struggle and you know stuff stuff isn't easy and they went on a journey to get to where they are to, you know to the point where you know people in Malaysia know who they are yeah that brings me comfort and and I I I've always been um attracted to those stories much like the story much like Harry you know Harrison Ford you know umur 40 baru jadi pelakon and you know Ted Danson mid 30s baru baru dapat cheers sebelum like spending a decade in in theater JK Simmons the same you know cerita-cerita yang macam tu of of people going through the struggle going you know slogging it out Uh, trying, 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 putting work out there, doing good work, uh, and eventually uh, making it to a place where where it's good, and and they can they can continue to do good work. Yeah. Uh, that is inspiring to me. Much I'm that those are the stories that I like, and those are the stories that I try to keep with me. <laughs> I feel like the stories you're 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 giving are examples. Are, are people who work hard for a long time and then they get something? Is that is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. That lah. Yeah. Mine is the same also, but my, my but with the added thing of I like it more when I get to see they fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that helps me more. Like you made yeah, this yeah. out. You're proud of this. They and they're like, <laughs> and a later interview I found out they weren't. And like, oh, they you were didn't not. Like it. Oh, okay, great. You you but you put it out there. All right, then I have to do this as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I've seen I've seen enough of the people I look up to punya fuck ups to yeah <laughs> <laughs> to 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 have that experience. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's not know. Really? Tapi 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 Will Smith has uh, put out quite a few not good Yo, stuff. Yo, Will Smith in, in the past. Yo, After Earth. What is Wild Wild West? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith had done some nonsense stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but and 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 he's still Will Smith. You know what I mean? But he, but he's still Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So much of ma, tapala there there. Can I watch? Can I watch? Yeah, it's so important to to know that the the best actors done some really shit stuff. <laughs> like Bruce Willis was in Over the Hedge. You know, I don't remember <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey was in the number 23. You remember that shit? I do not. Ah, uh, see, very few people remember this. Jim Carrey did a like a dramatic turn on this horror movie called The Number 23. Mm. And the movie uh. is is about how the number 23 is scary. <laughs> Guys, it's not even 13 or 666. It's 23. They had to 23. They had to spend the first two acts convincing you that this number is bad, <laughs> and then Jim Carrey was the lead. So uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I remember this movie. I'm like, what is it horror? And then the movie is garbage. All right, <laughs> but you know, but he's Have still to Jim Carrey. Look out for that one. Yeah, he's still Jim Carrey. Exactly. Yeah, so it's important to like do the work and and just. I I really like knowing that remembering. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey did number twenty three. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, 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 good. I'm okay, I'm okay. Well, I should put stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yo, if you want to look at, if you, re- I think this is my, this must be important to remember. You know, this this uh, the flip side of 
of inspiration. If you have heroes, I think it's important to also have heroes or, or like find out which in what way your heroes fucked out loudly and like in front of people and like just in a major way. Like how, um, yeah, you watch Stranger Things, you like Winona Ryder. Remember when she got caught shoplifting? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. How about oh hey, you're listening to to uh that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion song, What Aspacy? Oh, that sounds so good. You almost forget Cardi B is a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying we all have our moments. <laughs> oh god. Maybe the rapist thing is not. Let's strike that out of the record. <laughs> Um, yeah, Picasso. Oh, Picasso. Picasso is great. You like his cubism. His there's some early stuff that just looks like still life regular style, and um, oh okay, he also did regular ass paintings as well. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like that. What what was it considered good when he when when he did regular stuff? Yeah, what, was he still Picasso? Was he much like, was he, he didn't he didn't uh, he wasn't into cubism yet. As mm. far as I understand it, like there's this still life where he was drawing bread, and I'm yeah. looking at it. It's good. It's technically proficient, but, but, uh. but then oh, okay, that's it. And then when he went to cubism, it's like, oh, I don't get it. But a lot of his art critics are into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So Picasso became Picasso after he started drawing in a weird way. Um, uh-huh. But before that, he was just drawing regular ass stuff. You know, mm. so it's important to fail. It's so important yeah. to fail. I keep forgetting about this because we're, I think, let me know if this is a stretch for me to say, but I feel like right now, especially people are in a scarcity mindset because a lot of opportunities have been, you know, pulled out of the rug. We're, we're going into another recession, uh, depression, possibly, economically. And uh, a lot of people are getting laid off. <clears throat> and and uh, uh, especially for us, Specifically, live shows have been unavailable for months, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's is is kind of bad that people are trying to figure out how to get money. So it's a scarcity yeah. situation. So people are scared to fail, but it's so important to still be failing. You know, we need to find yeah. like areas where we can fail safely, so that we can experiment with stuff and be okay with like doing doing things because we believe in them. And then if it fails, to keep going. Because if we're too scared to do that, we'll end up being a little too safe. And, you know, speaking as a creative, if you're just doing your safe shit, you're never going to be able to find that weird stuff that you're going to hit and, 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 you know, be satisfied with, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I right now, lah, macam, I'm so geared towards macam, allowing myself to fail. Uh, you know, to the point that, much I can comfortably resign from <laughs> a job. <laughs> you know, a job that wasn't threatening to 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 tank me or or much it was okay, it was fine. But because I felt like it wasn't fulfilling me anymore, and I felt like I needed to fail elsewhere, mm. I left that job. But because I feel like. Everybody else seems to be doing the opposite. Everybody else seems to be doing the safe move. It makes me, macam, at times doubt, macam, was that the wrong move? 
uh, I immediately say no lah. It's not the wrong move. It is the right move for me at the time and currently when I still believe that it is the right, it was the right move. But it it does certainly feel much um counterintuitive to a lot of people to to want to seek failure in that way. Yeah, it's you, whoever you work with the most. Those are people you really should like pay attention to, you know. Because mm. whatever they think becomes becomes what you hear. What you hear can become what you think. Very mm. very like not quickly, but like it can be like an insidious, pertinent like voice in your head that if you keep yeah. hearing it, you might start to believe it. So like, take care of your circle, man, and make sure your circle is the kind of people who inspire you, so that you don't feel like you're in a you're in a weird circular cage, like. I I've been reconnecting with my old uh old friends and I like them I still like them uh, but I every time we hang out for any measure of time like just to hang out not not too much um just text but like just to hang out in person I am reminded of why I don't I no longer hang with them uh. not because I hate their company it's just we moving in different directions you know like they're yeah, not taking the risks I'm taking and they have the same kind of conversations in in different ways, and I'm like, mm. this how is this helping? Come on, man, let's uh, let's get weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of getting weird, once again, I'm gonna annoy you with a plea to or a request, an invitation to check out Pimo Monkeys on 27th August. <laughs> check out the links in the description. Um, go get a live streaming ticket so you can watch it live and finally find out what Pimal Monkeys is, is about if you haven't seen it. Um, it is you know what is also super special about me and, and, and Pimal Monkeys? It is a form that I was so like I haven't seen it and I really wanted to do it. And I sort of yeah. like we, we, me, me, you, Fari, uh, Prakash, and Henry sort of build it together from nothing. And yeah. with nobody's approval, really, because <laughs> there's no yeah. uh, the show like this does not existed before here, and it's yeah. very weird. is It's hard to communicate how good it is before you watch mm. it. But everybody who's seen it has come off with you know good reviews. Like mm. you can check out uh, reviews on on the uh, TripAdvisor and on oh, yeah. and on the on on Facebook and stuff. So. Yeah, it's really fun and it's, I love how weird it is and how no two shows are ever going to be the same in any capacity. And yeah, that yeah. is my favorite thing about it a lot. I can't wait, man. I can't wait for your listeners to watch it. Me too. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the show? Uh, please come watch <laughs> Pinball Monkeys. Uh, and yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. This has been the Mental Pacha Podcast. Um, and... See you on the live streams or maybe in real life. 27th August. Yay! Um, this has been the Mental Bacha Podcast. That is Anwar Hadi. Woo! I'm Zaki Zainal. Wash your hands, stay safe, and don't forget to love each other. Bye. <laughs>